Hi, welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. You're in the car with me, so sorry for this recording not having the sound quality I would like, but I feel like God's prompting me to share a few things with you. Hey, my name is Mindy. If I have not gotten a chance to speak with you or us to uh, hang before in this manner, I lost my husband about four years ago. I cannot believe it's been almost four years, but I met him at a funeral. I was in fitness before that. I got to be in quite a few fitness videos. I then became a presenter and then dove into a fitness business. And everyone that I would end up talking with in the fitness business, whether that was explaining to them how I had lost 70 pounds after my second son, maybe it was sharing some of the things that I find is easy to get my children to eat, whatever it was, this began, by the way, on MySpace, if that tells you how fabulously old I am. Um, I realized that once I really got down and dirty talking with these women, a few men, but mostly women, it always ended up on Jesus regardless of what they believed, regardless of, you know, what they thought they knew, it kind of always ended up in the Jesus realm because why do we keep doing things we know we shouldn't do? Why do we not do the things we know we should do? And it, all of us, I believe, have a huge hole that only Jesus can fill. And, and whether that's little things or big things, I realized that, you know, I, I'm talking to these girls. They want to know how I do it. They want to know how I did it. They want to know what keeps me consistent. How do I stay consistent when my husband has cancer? How do, you know, all the things. And I said, you know what? You ask, I'm going to tell you. So I began this thing called Hope and Struggle, which is a website. I've got a ton of free stuff. I have some Bible studies you can just download. I've got some you can buy, which transferred into this thing called The Bible Babes, which is just an online women's zero drama, zero judgment community where, you know, we try to get closer to Jesus. And by the way, have be friends at the same time. Well, the interesting thing about all that is what God has done through it all. I mean, really, gosh, more than 10 years later, Lee has been passed for four years, started the fitness business 15 years ago, and then started Hope and Struggle about 10, and then Bible Babes, actually the October before Lee passed. I had no idea that was going to happen. Anyway, let's just like put all that together and be where we are now, where I am now, is I'm trying to figure out my life. And, and I say that because I know a lot of people go, okay, this is what you need to do for your life because I've got it figured out. I don't honestly think any of us have everything figured out, but I think we have some things. This is what works for me and this is what I wanna share with you. So that's kind of what we're gonna talk about today along with an interesting thing that happened at the gym. So what I wanna share with you, which I've said in so many podcasts, is the following things. Um, I struggle with my emotions. I struggle with the up and down of being widowed with two boys. Now one's 21. Um, he's back at home for the moment. He's taking a break from school and working. I have a 15 year old, you know, it's two boys and we miss Lee. They miss their dad. I know they do. We miss having a male figure, a strong, godly male figure in our life, but God has brought no one. So therefore I'm waiting on him, of course, for that. And Maybe he won't, but it's interesting how little I get to talk about Lee. And, and, and that is one of the things that happened at the gym. And then I'll get back to the consistency factor uh, where God meets me, uh, where I need him to meet me every time I do it, right? So let me tell you about what happened at the gym today. 
some, there's this random girl and well, she's not random, but she's my little workout friend and she works out there. It's the only time I ever see her. And uh, she brought up a question today. She said, why are you not dating? Why do you not have a boyfriend? And I'm like, well, God hasn't given me, you know, shown me one or whatever. And I said, and plus I'm not really like scouting, you know, it's not like I put out a, you know, wanted ad or anything like that. But at the same time, it would be, it's, it's very hard and I want to say this without sounding like a total jerk, okay? So please forgive me and know my heart here is that I had a wonderful husband. And if I ever like seriously date again, I'm not going backwards. And I think that's hard because I have certain things I would like and I would be, and I'd rather do without less than just to have someone, if that makes sense. And so she was talking to me and saying, well, let me see him. What does he look like? You know, tell me what was so great about him. And I'm like, oh, and, and here's what's difficult for someone that's been divorced or has divorced or is, is divorcing or wants a divorce I don't know, versus someone who loses as in they die their, you know, their love. And by the way, I've been divorced, unfortunately. So I don't speak out of turn here that particular person is divorced and can't stand her ex-husband, right? And so she's like, what's the big deal? You know, she's like, I don't get it. And I was like, well, you know, I, I want to, and I, plus I want to talk to her in love and truth, not, you know, not just be like, oh, you have no freaking idea. Um, but she sort of doesn't in the, in, in the, in, in the essence of being divorced and being single is very, very different than being married and in love. And then that goes away. Very different. So I'm sitting there talking to her about Lee, like all of the things I love about him and all the things that he was good at and, and what was funny about him and how he looked and how he was with the kids and all the things. And, and she was like, gosh, he sounds great. And, you know, that shown picture. And she's like, oh my gosh, dang, who is that? And like, that's him. That was your husband. And then I want to go, what the freak am I, chopped liver? I'm just kidding. But um, he, she was like, oh, okay, I think I get it. I said, but here's the difference, ma'am. Uh, you were done. You've been so hurt by your ex-husband and all the things you were ready to be done. He never hurt me like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. We were married and, you know, I'm sure wanted to throw a punch each other multiple times within our marriage. But it was ultimately deep, deep, you know, commitment and love and trust and all the fun, yummy things that happen in marriage. And, and so we talk about that, right? And she's like, oh, you know, I just, okay, just, I think about you a lot. And, you know, she's just very, she's very sweet, right? And so she leaves and I realize I don't get to talk about him. Like very, very seldom do I get to talk about him anymore. And it reminded me of this movie. By the way, my friend Christine and Dwyer and I talk about movies a lot. I don't know what it is about movies and music, but my boys are this way too. We can remember every movie we've ever seen. We can memorize a song in no time. We can memorize lines from a movie very quickly. And then we bring them up on random occasions. We think we're very funny. And like when people don't get my movie lines or my movie quotes or my analogies through movies and songs and things like that, I, I just don't understand. Or even like, you know, episodes of The Office. I'm like, how do you, how does he, how do you not know that, right? But um, my friend, you know, Christine was like, how do you remember all that? And I go, I don't know. It's how my brain is wired, right? So speaking of this movie, my sister Renata passed away in 2016. So it came out before and then because her and I both saw it in different times and we both thought, man, I like that movie. So when I tell you the movie and the circumstances of this movie, please know, I don't like everything about this movie, right? But it, the general gist of it 
just like got me so deep. And there's parts of it that make my stomach hurt. And I mean, in the best of ways, as in bittersweet, right? And the, the title of the movie is called, This Is Where I Leave You. So, so real quickly, if you are very um, conscientious about like what movies you watch and you don't want to watch anything R-rated or anything that might have some explicit stuff or, or things in it that you might not agree with, I say this out of complete love, this might not be your movie. I personally love so many movies, but also that I just let that go, right? I don't get too deep in it. My children have never seen this movie. So knowing that, know that, which, well, hello, my oldest son's 21, right? We watched Breaking Bad together. By the way, judge me all you want. Oh my gosh, we love that show. No, I'm not making meth with my son. I'm not. But in general, that is a really well put together series. Oh my word. If I ever have a boy dog, I'm going to name him Walter. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to name him Walter. Um, anyway, back to the point. There's this random part in the movie where the father has died and the mom is making all the kids come back. I won't give you all the circumstances. It's actually really funny. It's got Jason Bateman in it. It's got Jane Fonda. It has Adam Driver. It's got Tina Fey. So it's got like a really good, you know, cast of people. But there's something about it. Even Renata are like, what is it about this movie? I, said, I don't know what it is. And so Renata passed, right? And every once in a while I'll watch it. And there's a part where the neighbor, this is after the husband has died and, um, it's like after the funeral and everybody's at the house and they're eating and they're coming and talking to everyone and all that stuff while the neighbor's washing some dishes. And one of the sons said, hey, how have you been since you lost your husband? So the neighbor has lost the husband two years ago. And she, or he, he just says, how have you been? And she works her husband's name in to the situation. Even though he asked, how are you? He didn't necessarily ask, how have you been since your husband has passed? And of course she has to say his name and bring it up and talk about him. And then she's like, oh my gosh, I did it again. I find myself trying to work his name into random conversations. And I remember seeing that years ago going, okay, whatever. But do you know how much that resonates with me now? Being a widow, but a widow now for almost four years? I mean, anyone that I meet now that, you know, I've never known in the past, they don't ask about Lee. They don't know anything about him. And it like makes me so sad, right? I want them to know about him because that's my life. Or it was a huge part of mine. And then my dear sweet friends that I adore, and this is nothing negative to my friends, please know that, right? But their lives didn't change. They got to go on with their lives as they knew it our lives completely changed and they still are so different. I can't stand it. I feel like I'm in limbo. Like I'm just hanging around. What am I doing? You know, I work my business. Yes. And I work my online community. Yes. And I take care of my boys and I pray and I work out and I do all those things. But you know how hard it is to know you're something, but you can't be it. So I know in my heart of my wife, it's one of the few things I knew I wanted to do when I got older. I've always wanted to be a wife. I've always wanted to be a mom. And really since I was probably 16, I wanted to be in fitness somehow. And so I don't think that's just because I wanted it. I think because God put that in my heart at an early point. And so like, that's so hard talking to that girl today at the gym about Lee, how much I wish I was still his wife. How much I wish I was still married to him. How much I wish... I was going to drive home right now and see him. 
But God had other plans and he has other plans for our life too. And so I thought that was like so interesting that I'm talking to her and then I remember that movie and I think of that line and then I think, oh my gosh, it's my freaking life, right? But then she left and I'm sitting there on the bench. I'm doing chest and back today, by the way, if you wanted to know. And I thought, you know what though, Mindy? You're not gonna like lay all over this. You've done that for years. It is what it is. You have Jesus. Nothing is better than that. If you're ever supposed to be able to talk about someone again today, uh, at some point someday, you will. And if not, God is gonna fill every need that you have. You have to stay consistent doing the things that you know to do. Pray every day, getting God's word every day, whether you listen or you read or you're in a Bible study or you're going to do a Bible study regardless. And you need to be physical somehow every day. All of that works together. Why am I telling you this? Because I just want to walk alongside you and I want to share what it is that God prompts me in my heart to share. I don't know the end of, what the end of the story with, will be. I don't know. And that's one of the hardest things. I don't like being single. I don't like, sorry, remember we're in the vehicle. It's very loud. I don't like any of it, but whether I like it or not, I want God's plan more than I want what I want. And I have to wait on him. And that's the hardest thing. That's the hardest thing in the world. But I do know that God can help us be steadfast. God can redeem any and every situation and that we didn't do anything wrong to be in the position we're in. We are part of some plan that I do hope to know someday or I hope to at least get an inkling of what or why, but at the same time, even if I knew why, it wouldn't change anything. I hope somehow this helps you or, or, or encourages you or, I don't know, makes you feel not so alone in your thoughts or your feelings. If you've lost someone or you've got whatever it is going on in your life that just feels so unfair and so wrong and you go through every day feeling like you do exactly what you're supposed to do, yet nothing has changed. I'm with you. God has a reason for keeping us here. And my loving encouragement to you is just to keep asking him, what do you want from me? What do you want from me, Lord? Show me what it is what you want. While I don't have an answer for you and you might not get the answer like in a text message from God, <laughs> what I know is that if you continue to seek him and if you continue to read more about him and his ways and his character, seeking to have some sort of peace in your heart, he is going to do nothing but back you up. He's gonna do nothing but bless that time for you. He's gonna do nothing but grow you into the person that he's probably designed you to be. I love you. I'm thinking about you today. And um, share this with someone, if you don't mind, someone that maybe has lost someone, someone that you think maybe, just maybe, might be in a situation similar to mine and they're just like, I am about to lose my mind or why is there no hope or why is nothing changing? It's not time. It's not time. And maybe God wants something from you, but also maybe he just wants you. Maybe he just wants you. Hey, thank you for being here. I hope this wasn't too much information for you. I just want to help and I just want to share. Ugh. And I want to share in the realest way possible. I don't want to 
fake anything because it's so dumb. It's so dumb because the, the, the creator of the entire world already knows. You know, the, the, the only opinion that will ever matter already knows the truth. And not that we have to, you know, throw up every single thing. I do think sometimes when we share what we're going through in a helpful way, that it can reach more than you could ever think. And not only for God's glory, but for their good and yours as well. Thank you for being here.